gents, back at it again, episode 29. Down, <laughs> Down the studio, baby, what it do? <laughs> Pancho, yep. Teddy, Hello. Marty. How's it going? Ep 29, baby. Ready to roll. Yeah, I'm excited. Episode it's going to be a good one. Uh, yeah, we've been working on this one for more than a day, mm. so who knows? Yeah, we've been... Might be a little bit better than... Quietly that. brainstorming. Yeah, sh- bouncing the shit you know yeah yeah well you know what hey it's uh it's not easy yeah it isn't my ba- my biggest fear going into this episode was upon re-listening to episode 28 i was i was stumbling off the get-go <laughs> it was matt marty didn't start very hot you know oh, slow that's okay. roller so. i called them the new jersey jets <laughs> <laughs> which they will forever be named on this pod <laughs> Hey, man, they do play in New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. How do you think Sam Darnold catches mono? Yeah, where do you think they get all the cats from? <laughs> so true. Oh, man. Boy, I do. I have a, I have a cat stat for you later oh, on. Oh, nice. It's good. Nice. Big it's good. cat guy. Uh, Dr. Nige sent it to me, actually. Dr. Nige. Yeah. I think the friendship is back on officially. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dr. Nige. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> hey, Dr. Nick. Hi, everybody. Oh, man, it's good. Oh, yeah. Shit. All right, episode 29. I didn't uh, look up any numbers. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Even when I do, you know, Manny just always makes fun of the ones I pick. And... You make good ones, though. And it's nice because you, you, you're more of a what have you done for me lately number guy oh yeah yeah big time yeah that's when like the alfred blues come out and <laughs> stuff like that um yeah you know what i didn't have time either okay so what did we do no i had time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay lots of great players wore 29 i went with eric dickerson uh hall of fame running back uh wore sport goggles for the rams beautiful running back uh, I could have also gone with Eric Berry, current free agent, Kansas City Chief, mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen, Joseph Adai. Remember him running for the Colts in the backfield? Yeah, like early 2000s? Yeah, like it was kind of like the between Edra and James era. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Hanford Dixon, old school runner. Uh, Darius Geis or Gucci, depending on how you <laughs> pronounce it. Uh, LeGarrette Big Blunt. Yeah, LeGarrette Blunt. Sam Madison. DeMarco Murray. Oh, you know what? I miss DeMarco Murray. Yeah, he was good at the yeah, time. he was good when he was on Dallas. Yeah. Bilal Powell. Xavier Rhodes. Uh, of course, Earl Thomas III. Mm. Um, and maybe the best name in, in the league currently. I always thought it was Jaquiski, but I but on the pre on the last telecast I saw with the 49ers, they were calling him Jaquiski Tart. Jaquiski Tart. Or Jaquiski Tart. Or Jaquiski Tart. I don't know. What? But it's a name. It's a guy's name. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Jaquiski. <laughs> I mean, pretty much as bad as Yakis Rogers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiz. <laughs> but I think his name was actually Jaquiz. Yeah, so it would be Jaquizki. Yeah, which is ja- pretty much the Jaquizki tart. Jaquiz Rogers, man, I started that guy <laughs> a couple times. Jaquizki, uh, yeah, Jaquiz. Not not Jaquizki. No, no. <laughs> what are we fucking talking about? Okay. Anyways, 
yeah. And those are the so, numbers. Right, that's good. 29, that's baby. Good. Yeah, see, so there wasn't that many that I looked through. Anyway. We're cl- Ugh, crazy. 30 next week. Yeah, 30's wild. That's nuts. Yeah. It's a little surprising. I just can't believe we've had this much to talk about for no, this long. No, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe the boys are running short. That's why we're pulling the clips in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one wants to appear on the pod. <laughs> hey, last year, guys were like, hey, when do you want to have me on? Like texting us. Crickets this year. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just us. Big right? bar and steel to get Feldy on. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And Robbie from the QMP. But who knows? Uh, yeah, true. Who knows? Maybe uh, we sent out a picture of the studio earlier tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the to, our, to the group chat. Oh, it's uh, it's full. It's this good. Table. This it table is. is this table full. is full. And you guys. Don't be reading my notes. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Scott, that all you, right? That you post. And I do, I do have not bad handwriting. All well, right? that it's not bad. It's not bad, but it definitely, it's a, it's a hybrid. It's good handwriting because you're one of the only people that still uses handwriting. <laughs> it works. And it's a high, yeah, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But, uh. Yeah, anyways, Gord came through for the, uh, for the BFB tonight. Yeah. Uh, p- pulled up. Uh, some mix, <laughs> a little bit of Canadian Club Maple. Oh, it's a treat too. Oh yeah, it's like candy. I haven't had it yet. Yeah, I'm nice. gonna try it right away. Um, and then uh, I'm I'm trying to refine my palate. <laughs> uh, so I asked, could you pick up a bottle of Pinot Grigio? <laughs> <laughs> and I obliged. <laughs> and he obliged. And we are currently enjoying. Uh, not nice. only a stiff uh, whiskey coke, but also a beautiful glass of what years? What year are we drinking, Corey? You know, um, <laughs> it does not say the year. Mm, that that means quality. Um, <laughs> but it's from California, mm. so it must be good. Yeah, it must be. So, I personally don't like it. Yeah, Gord's got ice cubes in his. <laughs> <laughs> You need them. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, so that, and then, on top of it, wasn't done there, picked up a couple pre-rolls for it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah, well, you know, got to keep the boys, uh, got to keep the boys supplied, right? Yeah, pretty soon we'll be sparking some Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo? <laughs> Is it Rio Bravo? Rio Bravo. All right, all right. Yeah. Also trying another new one uh, of that I picked up, Medi Hayes. So... <laughs> Hopefully Ted likes that. Oh yeah, Ted likes it all. Yeah, dinner he tonight. Yeah, exactly. Well, rambling long enough, Gordo. All right. Who's sponsoring this pod? Oh, this this sponsor's a pretty funny one. It's uh, it's Mild Man. He's sponsoring this one <laughs> because him and I, every Thursday, get into a rabbit hole about what songs to play on the pod. And so I told him we were playing the Kinks tonight, and he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, Kinks, that's a good one. He's like, Superman, like that one. Like, he's naming oh, the yeah, songs. Power Man, yeah. They have a song called oh, Superman. Oh, Superman, too. yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, and he even said it. He's like, yeah, he's like, quietly underrated. But then he starts going rabbit hole, man. I'm looking at Beatles songs, fucking Beach Boys. Mm, and I'm man, like, did, oh. did he play Pet <clears throat> Sounds by the Beach Boys? No, that, it was some oh, fog lamp song or oh, something like man. that. That sounds by the Beach Boys is such a good album. He's pretty funny. Every time he finds something that he can contribute a little bit to, yeah. he's in uh, 100%, right? Yeah, he caught it. I would never let him listen to an episode. No. And he's like, well, you're doing your 
doing your blog tonight. <laughs> hey. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, give him a little bit of slack. He's just trying to keep up with the times. Dancing! I want to dance another way. What the hell are you two doing? It's called rocking out. You wouldn't understand, Dad. You're not with it. I used to be with it. But then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. No way, man. We're going to keep on rocking forever. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Rocking forever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Who's to say? It's hard to keep up. With technology and all it this is, shit. It is, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, definitely not one to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very true. Apple uh, doesn't fall far from the no, tree. No, it does not. No, it does uh, not. Last week we mentioned, uh, and we never got to it, uh, for reasons unbeknownst to us, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, we talked about the meme guy who bragged about uh, <laughs> getting into meme battles and how he was so good at memes. Anyways, uh, we dug it up for you guys. Um, so have a listen. I can have a meme war with anybody and destroy him. And I've done it. And people actually bail at the end and go, who is this guy? He's got like every meme ever produced on the internet. He can knock us out with his memes. And I do, I have tons of memes. I just keep memeing them to death until they just surrender because they just can't do it anymore. They don't have the memes that I have. <laughs> oh man oh fuck they don't have the memes that I have <laughs> yeah I'm memeing to death <laughs> and he was saying me- he fucking posted like a hundred times a day and shit like yeah, that that's ridiculous oh yeah. man wild he's like mid 50s yeah he's an older guy yeah yeah oh, oh that's fuck. funny alright well Q&A's or what yeah let's jump into her <sighs> you got a few tonight yeah first one comes in from Capital City Feldy and he said, so much chatter about team names. We've heard your thoughts on the N40L names. What are your thoughts on the triple F names? And has Nigel taken his team name naming uh, <laughs> pattern too far? Uh, specifically against me and Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little... I, Nigel's a little bit aggressive with the, yeah, with the can, names this we year. We address that very... I think he's either the creative juices have uh, dried up or he's just realizing, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going into divisional games. These are my buddies, but these are also my enemies. Yeah, that's true. So let me send a message. So like last week, what did he name his team? Uh, Opponent is a pedo. Opponent is a pedo. Yeah. Oh, that was was pretty bad. And then this <laughs> week he just pulled no punches. What did he name his team this week for? <laughs> Kellen's a pussy cat. <laughs> cat has recently been added. <laughs> oh man, that's all right. But you know what? He might be, might have been onto something because Kellen renamed his team today. Hey, Kitten Boy. Kitten Boy. <laughs> regressing. No longer a cat dude. No longer a cat dude. No man, he is regressing. Oh shit. I don't know. The names in the Flyers League some are okay. Mine's terrible. Yeah, yours isn't great. Old Town Tokes is all right. Old Town Tokes isn't bad. I like the Kenny Banyas. Yeah, the Banyas are good. I like Nine Rivers and Counting. Like, that one's pretty funny, too. Yeah, that one's not bad. Uh, 
Meat Beaters is good. Yeah. Fourth and 20 is good. Dribble Bros Inc. is pretty good if they ever looked at their... Uh, yeah, you want to give thing. context to that one? <laughs> no, they can figure it okay, out. Sounds good. The Trouser Snakes, obviously, that one's decent. Yeah. Worst one is Johnny Schmiller's team. Obviously. Uh, fucking brutal. Johnny, and he just keeps it because he knows it rattles me. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a He's shit. He's going to beat you this week, too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, overall, some pretty good ones. Never like the Summerside Swans. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't like my name either. North South River Snakes is terrible. Yeah, that's true. And, I, uh, yeah, maybe Nigel's uh, going off the rails a little bit, but fuck, I don't know. Pretty it's, funny. It's, that's it's all, Nigel. Yeah, exactly. That's Nigel. He doesn't give a shit. No, man. And uh, he's trying to get in the A pool, so let him let him do it any way he needs to. Yeah, he's I battling. Suppose. He's and battling. Who's to say you can't change your name, too? You know? <laughs> Me? Uh, no, Nigel. Oh. Or, uh, <laughs> Nigel's opponents. You yeah, know that's I mean? true. Kelly could do that. Yeah. Kellen could answer back, but instead he just ridiculed himself. Uh, but, you know, his team is on a slide. Kellen's. So it makes sense. Oh, yeah, big one. Yeah. the Ooh, uh, Four losses in a row. Four losses in a row. Yikes. They're, uh, yeah, they're hurting a bit. They're hurting a bit. Um, <clears throat> what do we got? <clears throat> the, uh, the next one came in from uh, Dr. Nige, uh, oh. all the way from under the arch. Um, and, uh, he, he asked us basically, what are our final playoff predictions for both leagues? And he said, uh, context, I don't know how tight the, uh, triple F is though, but let's hear your, uh, top six in the A pool. Top six in the A pool. Well, you've clinched. That's right. In the 40. In the 40. Yeah. Johnny's clinched. That's right. Um... Nigel's at seven and five. Cowtown Killers at six and six. That's the hardest div to predict. Yeah, that one. If you look down I, to Stu I, and Johnny, I think, I think uh, the boners are should probably get in if they get another win. Then yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of it's tight, man. It's tight. Yeah, well, who's on the hot streak? Butt Pirates are after a win. Stu's lost two in a row. Yeah, more Cialis. Yeah, you need more Cialis. I don't know, man. Maybe uh, maybe the Butt Pirates do squeak one out. I don't know. Okay, so what I, 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 this This is why we went over the question earlier this evening. Okay, so, so got we got time. Johnny. Yeah. We got you. Yes. Scott at 7-5. Kellen's a pussycat. Yeah, Scott and Nigel will probably make it. Okay. And then it's pretty much between Chris... Stu and Feldman. Unless you put Kellen in that mix. But Kellen's on a slide and he and if you look <clears> at <throat> if you look at Kell's divisional games, that's what's gonna screw yeah. him over in the tie break and points four as well. That's what makes Nigel uh for me, I think Nigel's for sure getting in. Yeah, I think Nigel's in for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think the killers might be in. Alright, so your final is Johnny Matt. Stu, Feldman, Nigel, and Scott. Mm-hmm. Wow. You left Chris out. Chris over Stu? Or Stu over Chris? No. Um, or Stu over Feldman. Or Chris over Feldy. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's the exact same thing I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've got me, obviously, Johnny. We clinch. Scott, Stu, Feldman, Nigel making the A pool in the 40. And then if you look over at the Triple F, uh, we've got three guys that have already clinched. And uh, possibly the only time it will happen uh, this season. Johnny clinched. He's also in first in the Triple F. Running the show in both leagues. Yes. But we've got a mentor and a mentee who have clinched. Gord and his mentee, his little Robbie, have both clinched already. That they have. Really nice I drafted job. both those teams. Yeah, nicely done, Huncho. Got to give yeah. props where they're due. Me, on the other hand, uh, I am definitely destined for the B pool. I think I'm sitting in 10th <laughs> or 11th uh, on a terrible slide. And my little is fighting to get into the A pool. And with that being said, I'm going to give it to him. So I think that... Johnny, Gord, Robbie, Chris, C-Rob will get in there, Stewie will get in there, and the team uh, run by Tony, Top Shelf, uh, Top Shelf Tone, and Chris will get in there in the last spot. All right. Who do you got? Um, well, obviously me, uh, Johnny, and Robbie, one, two, three, well, Johnny, me, Robbie, one, two, three, um, Nine Rivers and Counting. So I think the Banyas will come in sixth. Okay. Well, actually, Brad is six and six. Yeah, too. yeah. So Trouser Snakes fourth. They'll stay in fourth. And then Meat Beaters probably fifth. Okay. And who does Brad play this week? Brad plays the meat beaters. Right. Oof. Yeah, it's going to be tight in that one, too. Um, I think, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to give it to Kess. All right, Kessie. Yeah. Who had a strong start. And basically, for everybody else uh, that we didn't mention, you are off to the B pool. Uh, sorry, not sorry. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> you know, never did I think that we'd have a Charlie the Chocolate Factory <laughs> quote going. But we do, baby. Yeah, we do. Teddy's working overtime. Did you think we'd have a stuttering child with a speech impediment <laughs> quote? Oh, it's so funny. Recurring? Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking pricks. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, our buddy um, who's who's on a, a bit of a roll uh, all over the place. Uh, he sent in a question about college football. Now, I don't know if we can answer very well. But this question comes in from Banya, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. 305 checking in for the remix. You know that at 75 Street, Brazil. Well, this year's gonna be called Gaiocho. Mr. 305! <laughs> Worldwide! Gets his own song. That's right. He asked us a question about Chubba Hubbard, uh, the Sherwood Park product, Bad Facey alum. Uh, he said he solidified his name uh, for himself this season as a talented RB. 
Where could you see Chuba being drafted in the 2020 draft? And is his play style something that sets him apart in the NFL to potentially put up those crazy numbers? Well, I mean, when you're in the Heisman conversation, yeah, you're a good player regardless. Yeah, for sure. You, yeah, exactly. I think he's definitely obviously going to get a look. I have a feeling... Um, I have a feeling though that I if he when he does get drafted it won't be a first rounder. No, I don't think so. Yeah, and like if like I don't I have to preface this like I haven't done a ton of I haven't watched a lot of Oklahoma State games. No, I've seen a lot of highlights, but he's got a smaller frame, more like shifty. He's like a skinnier uh, build, like Alvin Kamara style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it translates, but people thought when he, when Kamara came out of Tennessee, that it would be the exact same thing that he would struggle as well. And they, uh, he got picked in the third round and look at him now. So yeah, that's true. Who's to say, uh, yeah, I, I definitely look into it a little bit more. Uh, uh, I got to look at what other running back prospects are emerging. Um, coming up the pipe. Exactly. Uh, off the top of my head, I know there's a guy in, uh, Wisconsin, Taylor. I just don't know if he's, um draft eligible but he's put up crazy crazy numbers this this season as well um cool well we've got uh two more questions and uh these these are uh, <coughs> listeners that have been listening for a while uh and i'll do what would you like me to start with mine yeah you can yeah yeah okay I'm going to jump into mine. It's my good friend uh loyal buddy and companion uh the northern alberta black bear and uh, he wrote in, uh, he basically wrote a memoir before uh, asking his question. So let's dive in. <laughs> the Yeti and I have been on a mission recently to update our, and furnish our den with some new and beautiful items with the harsh Edmonton winter fully kicking in soon. We've been lucky to find a broken hubcap to hang on the wall, a couple lost disc golf discs to use as dinner plates, and even an old chicken bucket from KFC to store our collection of rabbit bones. While digging in the ACT dumpster, though, I found something I've been searching for for years. An old set of headphones. Although mangled and a bit tinny, they work for me. And now let me listen to the pod even closer than before. I howl and laugh and learn while resting on my bed of pine needles and mud. But something now stands out to me that I never noticed before. And I can't avoid hearing it. And it is prevalent in every episode. It's Huncho's nose breathing. Is there anything that can be done to rectify this? Could he possibly wear a breathe right nasal strip while recording? All that I can think of when I listen to it, your episodes, is my all-time favorite episode with my good buddy, Ned Flanders. And he sent in uh, the link to that. And then a silent prayer of thanksgiving. farther away from the mic than you do. Don't talk to me like I'm a bear. I am Marty. Oh, my God. 
Was there even a question in that? Yeah, he's wondering if you're willing to put a nasal nasal strip on <laughs> <laughs> while we're potting. Yeah, I could. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, Those are game changers, man. Johnny from the Rock Pile opened up your world. Fuck, man, he did. Like even Nigel was like, "Man, I never knew you could breathe out of two nostrils at the same time." <laughs> And I was like, man, me either. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. Oh, baby. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to. I might probably get some life brand ones, though, or something. Sure. Oh, man. Well, yeah, there was another There was another longtime listener that wrote in. Oh, yeah? This week. And uh, this one's from Barry. Oh, head, no. head referee of the AMH, AMHL. All right. Oh. Marty Huncho. Long time no talk. Being the head referee for the AMHL is quite taxing. Refing every night at 11 p.m. is tiresome, but quite rewarding. <laughs> now, I see there was a bit of a sour spot on the old Flyers' uh, last game sheet. <laughs> eh, Marty? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he says, while I know Gord has uh, really turned his game around at only five PIMs this year. Five PIMs or five minutes? Five minutes. Okay, so two pims. Two pims. Two penalties. He says, uh, Marty, if my eyes don't fail me, which old berries do, (laughs) last game you got 12. Tripping, slashing, cross-checking, unsportsmanlike, and subsequently a game ejection. Now, how many players did we have last game, Matt? (laughs) We had six forwards and four defensemen. That equals two lines. What does minus one forward equal? <laughs> Five <clears throat> forwards <laughs> and and four, and three or six forwards three D is what that's you that's what it yeah. equals, yeah. buddy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know why? Why you gotta do that stuff, <laughs> Matt? We, we, on a night we needed all hands on deck. You know, be be better. Marty, uh, be better. You forgot to mention that I got thrown out with like five minutes into the second period. Yeah, <laughs> so it was early. More than half the game left. I, uh, you know what? To be honest, this isn't the first time, you know, I've ever heard Matt uh-huh. have a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a row. Changes with the ref. I, I I'm surprised that somebody <laughs> caught it on film. Oh fuck! Oh, what do I say? 
What do I say? Yeah, it sucked. It uh, wasn't planned. wasn't premeditated. That's for sure. Oh, fuck. It was... Uh... Uh, got a... Got a... Got a... An earned tripping penalty. My stick got caught between a guy's skates in the first. Yeah. Oh, but then in the second period, I got knocked down and got up a little heated and gave the guy a little something. And then we went to the front of the net and I gave him another two-hander right on the small of the back. Folded like a wet paper towel, though. And then when he landed on the ice, I put my hand on the back of his head and pushed his face down. <laughs> and then uh, the ref was like, okay, uh, uh, slashing, cross-checking. And at that point, I knew three PIMs, automatic game ejection. So I was like, well, get my bang for my buck. <laughs> so I told him, what the fuck are you looking at? And then I, you know. Yeah, and then you got sauced out. Got sauced out. And uh, yeah. Maddie's had to face the music on the pod a couple times. Yeah, for, oh for sure. Maddie's got <laughs> Maddie's got to figure things out. That uh, you know, just no soul searching is done. It's just so hard to control. He's In, into the wine now. Oh uh, well, I'm trying to diversify my palate. But yeah, like I think I brought it up on the pod before. Like my dad, as uh, when I was playing minor hockey, the first thing he would do, we'd go, you know, make sure all the equipment fit make a team and then he'd have within the first week have a sit down with the coach and warn him about me (laughs) say yeah you know my kid you know has some trouble holding back his tongue sometimes and if you want to bench him i'm totally for it i'm trying to get him to stop too yeah literally had that talk five six years in a row well it happens man yeah i don't know barry was just a little upset with you that's all yeah i know i'm upset with myself bear but fuck's sakes. It was funny. Oh well. We survived. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Interestingly enough, so we the boys just about killed a nine minute penalty. The boys had a nine minute power penalty kill, and they killed off eight minutes and forty five <laughs> seconds of it. They crushed it, actually. Uh went down four two, tied it up at four, pushed the game, and honestly, in the last five minutes they were dominating. I was cheering off in the stands. I had a couple beers in the stands, it was nice actually <laughs> by myself. Um and uh, yeah, had dominated the last little bit before heading into overtime, and yeah, three on three, they got us. Good yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I team. mean, it was uh, it was a toss up at that point. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So. Oh well, should we talk football again? Yeah, we should talk football again. I should mention though, this is now the third, maybe fourth time that uh, Barry <laughs> has brought this up with me. <laughs> Won't <laughs> yeah. let me forget. Get a daily text. No. You okay, buddy? <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Anywho. Well, pass around the NFL. I apologize, and I hope it won't happen again. That's uh, fine. Yeah. But yeah. that time I got you on film, though, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, pass around the NFL. You ready? Born ready. Rio Grande. Rio Grande. <laughs> Perfect for a huncho. Mmm. All right. Got a few things for around the NFL. A few things. Uh, we're going to do a, just a quick recap, and i got to give props to Field the Eights because he tweeted this out earlier. But he said, This week ahead in football is one of the best of the year so far, and it's for these reasons. Lamar Jackson takes on the 49ers' defense. College football enters rivalry week. Um, the Browns and the Steelers play in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. part two. There were obviously three Thanksgiving uh, games today. DeAndre Hopkins is taking on New England, so that means 
coverage by Stephon Gilmore. Arguably the best corner in the league. Yep, big time. And then the nine and two Seattle uh, Ocean Birds take on the eight and three Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football. Ooh, NFC wild card implications. Massive, massive one. So yeah, looking uh, looking forward to this week. It's going to be a good one. I'm, yeah, I oh. think that Minnesota Seattle game will be good. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> don't want to. We don't want to keep uh, bringing up Ooh. this topic and this story, but we're going to just bring some closure to it. So that brawl that happened between the Browns and the and the Steelers, uh, Mason Rudolph did end up getting a fine of fifty thousand dollars for his role in uh, in that brawl, and in total, thirty three players were disciplined by the NFL uh, through uh, the use of fine of fines. <laughs> Just crazy. Drop the bucket. Majority of them are for, for leaving the bench. You know, like, uh, and that comes with leaving the bench is like 3500 bucks. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rudolph was easily the biggest. Oh, and both teams, both franchises got uh, fined 250 k Wow. For the, for the brawl as well. Not a good look for the NFL. No, not a good not look. Not a good they look for UC Smollett either. Oh, easy. <laughs> you mean UC Garrett. <laughs> oh, yeah, UC Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <coughs> oh, you got something? Well, I I mean, I think we got to talk about <laughs> the Bills. Quietly. Yeah? We have to. For Nine sure. and three. We dem Bills. <laughs> we dem Bills. We dem we dem buffaloes with rectangles <laughs> shooting out of our heads. <laughs> Josh Allen. Speed tangles. He's the only, one of the only, like, there's four QBs to start their career with over eight rushing touchdowns. And he's doing it. Yeah. Um, Michael Vick. So, and he's in some elite company. I saw the stat. Should have saved it. <laughs> um, but they dummied the fucking Cowboys today. Yeah. Zeke didn't even get a touch after, like, the halfway through the third quarter. <laughs> Why yeah. are you not getting your fucking best player of the ball? Couldn't. Couldn't. Down too much. So, you know, yeah. tough one for Dallas. Tough one for Dallas, yeah. Buffalo still, still leading pretty. the division. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Right, which is garbage. Well, if Philly, I think if Philly wins this weekend, uh, they move to a tie at 6-6 six and mm. six as well. Uh, but, yeah, not a tight division at all. Uh, Philly's had its struggles in its own right. Um, but yeah, and you know, like the argument you mentioned it before uh, we went on air. You look at the division that Buffalo's playing in. It's true. It's nice that they get to play the Jets twice and the Dolphins twice. That's for sure. But they yeah. have to play the Pats twice. twice. Yeah. And the the first game they played, I don't think they played their second already uh, or yet. They were in that game. They were really in that game. Yeah. yeah. They were they were hanging tight with them. So we'll see. And then you gotta you gotta mention as well, John Smoke Brown. Yeah. He had a he had a fucking. Uh, uh, passing touchdown today. Yes, he did. Which is wild. It is wild. Yeah. Who, who caught it? Devin Singletary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the old think, receiver to RB. Yeah, John Brown is a good player, and for you and he know throws it. a tight. Yeah, he throws a fucking yeah, nice, nice little spiral. Yeah, it yeah. was good. He uh, and to think like he's bounced around from Arizona and then all the way to Baltimore, and now he lands himself in Buffalo. Like, and he's succeeding. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Well. But, Props to Stewie's Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's been playing, paying close attention. <laughs> Did you see the picture on, I think it was Barstool or NFL maybe? Josh Allen putting Dak through a table. <laughs> and it's like a cartoon of it. Oh, no. Oh, that good, is good. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that is good. Uh, we touched on it before. Baltimore takes on San Fran this week. <coughs> and I hate giving this guy 
love because he fucking uh, lied about Baker Mayfield not shaking his hand. But Richard Sherman came up. Sidebar, sidebar. I was talking to Show Life uh, via text, and I said, remember the good old days this season when the Browns' biggest problem was somebody not shaking Baker Mayfield's hand? (laughs) (laughs) Or not shaking, Baker not shaking hands? Before all this suspension and, like, accusatory racial slurs came out and all this shit, fuck's sake. I miss those days. Anyways, uh, Sherman was asked about Lamar Jackson, and I think the reporter was digging a bit. Um, and he, he had this response when talking about Lamar. We don't care about that. It is what it is. The kid deserves it. He's playing good football. It's good for black quarterbacks. I think it's been a long time. There's been a rhetoric around this league that black quarterbacks have to run or black quarterbacks can't do this. Or this league is always a drop back quarterback league. When it was zone Reed and it was cam, it was like, Oh, this is a one hit wonder. This is one year. And this kid is being dynamic. He's taking over the league, and I think the highest passer ratings right now are all black quarterback quarterbacks, so it's a real cool time for the league. So, hearing about him, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're happy the kid is just getting his due because he's playing at a high level, and at the end of the day, we'll play the game, and we'll play hard, and we'll do what we have to do to help our team win this game. Respect. He's legit. Yeah, yeah, respect for sure. And it's, it's uh, from what you hear about Lamar, he's the <coughs> nicest guy. People yeah. love him. In uh, like media, teammates, opposing players, like he's yeah, just a lovable guy. It. Yeah, big time. But you hate the Ravens. I have to. Yeah, you do have. You to. have to. No choice. Yeah. Sucks. Sick purple unis though. Uh, debatable. I don't no? know. I don't. Never been a huge fan of purple on a uniform to begin with. And if I had to pick a purple NFL uniform, it'd be the Vikes before the Ravens. That's for sure. I don't like Baltimore's like shield with the B on it, or like the the ra- the side raven head with the B imprinted on it. Dome. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, not a big. All right, not a big Ravens guy. Yeah, not a big Titans uni guy either. Instead, I like their blue buckets. <laughs> I do like their color combination. I think they could have done it better. Don't put like a fake sword on my on the shoulders of your team. I guess, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. comical. All right, all right, all right. All right, sorry, you got me on a bit of a tangent. I We're not even these... there yet, Gord. See, know. this is how I know you like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what else we got? Well, should we talk about uh, those two Ivy League schools that had a college football oh, game? Man. <laughs> Harvard and Yale. Harvard and Yale had a college football game this past weekend. And at halftime, it was interrupted by a huge amount of students protesting climate change. An environmental sit-in. An environmental sit-in. And it delayed (laughs) the game. And word came out afterwards that our girl was part of it. You know, she was involved. How dare you? (laughs) You knew she was part of it. Greta was behind it. Yeah. But I mean, it begs the question, who's actually attending uh, Yale... Harvard football game. Yeah, you know I mean? that's true. Like, yeah. I, I, that's definitely not. Well, come to go to Harvard and watch a football yeah. game. Like, no. Yeah, I've accepted a full ride scholarship to Harvard to play linebacker. <laughs> really? <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, I've been to Harvard. Really? I told the story on uh, on one of the pods. Did you accept the uh, position? When I crushed the guy's sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Could have stayed behind. 
took a position as a janitor <laughs> who solved equations on chalkboards at night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Might have to get a couple of Matt Damon quotes <laughs> in here. Sure, why not? Um... Okay, we're entering kind of like the sil- uh, the funnier part of Pass Around. <laughs> and uh, before Gord gets into a new sub-segment of Pass sub-segment, Around, yeah. I came across a Twitter thread the other night uh, while I was perusing the internet. And it was just, uh, I think it was Bleacher Report or, or the Great Iron Report or something like that sent, uh, playoffs are upon us, send us your league's punishments. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be neat to share some of them uh, just to get guys' brains going. Because I know I know for a fact that the rock pile rascal is very concerned that he will not be able to eat meat for a certain amount of time <laughs> if he loses the Gregor. So we know that that's a fear. But we can see what else guys would and wouldn't want to do. So let's re- jump into it. So one guy wrote in and he said, Part of our league buy-in goes towards uh, the rental of a loser's instrument of choice. <laughs> And then they have to play that instrument on a New York sidewalk to get $20 in donations. <laughs> panhandling, yeah. essentially. Panhandling, but busking. like with an instrument. Yeah, busking. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, can you imagine picking like a triangle or like a pan flute? <laughs> Fuck. One of them was uh, the loser had to spend 24 hours in a McDonald's restaurant with no phone or laptop. <laughs> Oh my god. Did you at least get a newspaper? <laughs> oh, white wine up the nose. <laughs> um, fuck, maybe you can make a concession. Yeah, man. Like, oh man. That can you would imagine? be terrible. Be I would be beating over people's shoulders. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I would leave the league if I had to do that. Really? In 24 hours? Fuck that. <laughs> I would not do that. I would get tattoos. I would fucking busk. I would not stay in a McDonald's for 24 hours with no phone or no laptop. I could not do it. I 100% know I could not do it. Well, Gordon is entering the B pool for everybody listening, so we know where we're going. Okay, another one. The loser had to complete the entire combine workout. So it included a 225-pound bench, the Wonderlick test, the three-cone workout, etc. They had to film it all and upload it onto every social media account they they had. Um, another one said the loser had to wear truck nuts on their vehicle for six months. <laughs> you've heard of a little bit like a belly button piercing oh my god and a spray tan a spray tan would be fucking hilarious too. and then the best one was one league has what they call a wheel of misfortune <laughs> so the loser just spins the wheel and these are the possibilities they could land on getting egged 60 <laughs> eggs <laughs> Holy 
fuck. Can 60 eggs. 60 eggs. That would hurt, man. Okay. Uh, one of the other one of the other slots was bringing a blow-up doll to a dinner party. Oh, my God. Uh, five minutes of stand-up comedy. A long book report and presentation. <laughs> that would be one that you would fucking do. Yeah, I basically did. Oh, my God. Or running in the beer mile. Yeah, that oh. would be funny, man. Getting 60 eggs thrown at you, that would suck. The power you would have. Oh, it would hurt so much. The welts you would get. It would oh, hurt. Oh, man. Were you, are you wearing clothes? How, how close are you? You know? Who determines? For every for every win you have, you get a meter away. So like John has two wins, guys could whip it (laughs) two meters. (laughs) That's assault. (laughs) Yeah, man, that's really close. (laughs) Oh god, you could not do that, man. So it got man got me thinking. Oh fuck. Well, still like the lemonade stand. The lemonade stand, I think, is good. Yeah, I think that's what I think that one's funny. Yeah, there's always lemonade stands in here. Yeah, some good, some smart people out there. That's for sure. Clever, clever leagues. Yeah, uh, but I was gonna say, can you imagine if you won this, uh, like this year, and you said, okay, for punishment, I'm introducing the wheel of misfortune. You've now introduced something that carries on throughout the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, the next champ can't get rid of that. He'd have to ride that. I think. You well, could you change? But you the could change. You could change the misfortunes. Oh. But it's a cool precedence to set. Like if you, you know, you not only win the league championship, but you also, you know, set the tone. <laughs> Wheel of misfortune. Fuck. Okay. Tell us what that new segment is. Oh, Lord. the new segment. The new segment. We. I don't know. It was just Maddie and I were talking because obviously I try and watch football at home, right? Yes. But. Uh, you know, my girl sometimes gets a little annoying, right? So this is just, you know, a quiet, quick little things that Megan says during football. <laughs> Wait, I think we should cheers our glasses to this before before we get started. No, I want your wine glass. Oh my god! <laughs> Give me the good shit. There you go. How does it take half a fucking hour? To play the last two minutes <laughs> every time when we're oh, when yeah. we're listening or yeah. watching, and it's fucking it's just funny, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, girls, for sure. You know? Yeah, oh, I love that, and I love that she's a good sport about it. Well, yeah. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh man, chirps me all the time. Man, I saw that tag she put you on on Facebook where it was like some guy up on his phone at two a.m. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like at Gordon, <laughs> and then. He just wrote, you tried running a successful pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Although you do nothing on your phone. No, pod. that is all. Uh, <laughs> see, it's all. Well, you know, helping Teddy find clips, right? Yeah, helping Teddy find yeah. clips. But, oh well. Uh, yeah, the way we kind of thought with uh, introducing the Megan quote of the week or things Megan says uh, was because we kept talking about how good the booger ones are. Mm. So, unfortunately, uh, I wasn't able... I didn't really watch the Monday Nighter this week. I caught bits and pieces, but wasn't paying super close attention. And I don't know. Did you have a chance, Corey? Uh No, I didn't watch the yeah, Monday Nighter. So, none of us really picked up on a current booger quote. So, we thought we'd revisit a classic. Easily the best one mm. um, in uh, 
since he's joined M- When you look NMF, at Kelvin Benjamin, guys, NMF. he's 6'5", he's 245 pounds. He's probably a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. And he has trouble getting separation. Oh, man. <laughs> See, uh, that's a good booger quote. Yeah, that is a good booger quote. You can't hate on him for that one, man. No. Fucking Kelvin Benjamin. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't sure. wrong. I heard your dad went into a restaurant and ate everything in the restaurant, and they had to close the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Baby. <clears throat> man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. Uh, bounce back, boy. That's right. That's right. Tonight we bounce back. This week, who bounces back, my friend? Who? A guy who's getting drafted first overall two years ago. Oh. Mr. Todd Gurley the second. I like that. I like that. Last a lot. week against Baltimore, bottled. Bottled up. Yes. Yep. Baltimore's a good fucking team. Yeah. Nobody's putting up numbers against Baltimore. So, this week, AZ. Alright. Gotta flip my page. <laughs> 20th in the league against the run. Yeah. So, and then last week he got, what, fucking like six, seven touches? Yeah, it wasn't. Six rush attempts, 22 yards, negative three receiving yards. They ain't using him. But against AZ, I think he's going. They got to get him like 20 touches. You got to get that guy touches. Yeah, you got to feed him. You can't be scared of him anymore. Yeah, You know, scared to hurt him. Yeah, I think him. I think he's going to run wild, buddy. I hope so. I hope so. I do have him in the, my auction league. Oh, it would be nice for him to bust one out. The second. Yeah. I think he's going 115 yards, one tutty, and 40 receiving yards. Oh, baby. Reach for the stars. Have you ever had a dream that, that you, um, you had, you, you, you could, you do, you, you want, you, you could do so, you, you do, you could, you, you want, you want, him to do you so much you could do anything <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh i hope that's the case buddy all right well i'm gonna keep it short and sweet this week uh united by unis um let's highlight uh some of the unis to keep an eye on this week uh, a couple beautiful color rush additions uh, will be hitting the field, including tonight. New Orleans wore their uh, all whites with the I gold like the numbers. All yeah, and it really looked good because the Falcons went their dirty bird style, old school, all black. Looked real sharp, real nice game to look at. Earlier in the day, Detroit wore their full gray uniforms, which I actually don't mind. I thought they I looked like the pretty good. Gray. Yeah, they looked pretty good for them. Um, and then for the second straight week, the Houston Texans were, will wear their color rush, which are the full navy blue head to toe uh, with the red numbers. I really like the look. They always tend to wear them against the Patriots, so it's nice that they're wearing them a little bit uh, this week against the Patriots, but wore uh, last week against somebody else. My worst of the week 
are the Denver Broncos. And it's not the specific uniforms. It's just their whole uniform as a collective. Uh, although they're going full navy blue, which I like. Blue on the top, pants, and uh, uh, socks. Um, which I think is their best. It, it's a team desperately in need of a makeover, in my opinion. Honestly, they don't need to uh, look far for improvement. Their old school uh, 80s uniforms are beautiful. Their uh, color rush with the logo, the D with the uh, Bronco shooting out of the middle, is a way better logo than their current one. So they could just modify what they kind of have. Um, and a simple update would, would work well and do wonders, I think. Their current light just looks too, like, 1990s for my liking, you know? It just doesn't fit. <laughs> and my last point, oh, second last point. Uh, earlier tonight, Gordon and I were discussing, we think it's, I thought most people knew this, but uh, a guy on TSN didn't, um, that uh, in every set of uh, NFL shoulder pads is a microchip inserted inside, and that's how the NFL keeps uh, track of their speed, average distance ran. That's how they get like the stat cast. Yeah, the next too. gen. And it show, yeah, and it shows their routes and everything. Everything, yeah, it shows all of it. So there's a microchip embedded right into their shoulder pad. So, uh, yeah, if you didn't know that, that's a really cool uh, thing that they've implemented recently. And the last thing I want to touch on is Odell Beckham Jr., who released a video on his Twitter, Instagram Showing his jersey collection. Yeah. And if you didn't check it out, it's sick. So uh, release the video. All of them are signed by his friends and opponents throughout the years. Notables included DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Khalil Mack. He had both Landry uh, in Miami and Cleveland. Richard Sherman in Seattle and San Fran. Julio, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Todd Gurley, and Zeke. He also had some soccer ones included in there, including Neymar's uh, national team Bra- Brazilian jersey. And uh, just found it interesting that his the last uh, jersey he finished on was Colin Kaepernick, San Fran, number seven. Hmm. So, there you go. That's United by Unis. You know what to do, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, look good. Look good. Play good. Play good. Pay good. Pay good. Live good. Live good. You know, eat good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dion. Oh, Dion, Dion. Prime time. Yeah. Well, what do we got next? Oh, baby. You know. Well, <clears throat> um, everybody's favorite part? I don't know. Easily. <laughs> Soaking it all in, hey? <laughs> oh, you know, this MIA milk carton minute hits hits a little bit harder, but we'll try and keep it short. Okay. I was walking around the other day in the no frills and uh, having a peek. Kid needed a carton of milk. I was looking around, you know, yes. getting a nice skim. Who do I see on the back of the milk carton? <laughs> Who do I see? But myself. <laughs> All right? I'm missing. The hard hats are missing. And and we're gone, man. We're, we're all locked in Andy Dalton's basement. <laughs> and they just, you know, did not show up this year. I'm admitting 
the B pool defeat. <laughs> and uh, you know, I gotta take a little bit. I gotta take a long fucking look in the mirror. It's yeah. You know what? You win tough some, year. Yeah, tough, tough year. years. They come and they go. But um, it would have been nice, you know, had I made a trade and it actually helped me. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. If you would do what not, you want to touch on it, no, we'll touch on we it. We can touch later on it day. later as it approaches. But oh. yeah, the hard hats. Where you been? Fucking Amber Alert out for the, for the hard hats <laughs> right now, man. Fuck, I, I mean it, man. I wish you were in the A-pool with me. But Remember those good old days when we both made it from the axe head? Oh, I know. You know, know. everybody shit talks our division, man. I need you up here with me. I know, and I didn't I didn't deliver. I didn't deliver this year, but... But you know what? The best you can do is represent in the B-pool. Oh, Just yeah. like the other two guys in the axe head division. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of six, baby. Hey, just, you know, just sometimes it's not your year. Sometimes it's not your year. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, she fucking goes, I guess. It is the way she goes. (laughs) Oh, well. Okay. You should do yours first, man. What? Well, we took Feldy's segment and we split it into two. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did split it into two. Yeah. Mine's just a little quick tidbit on uh, Mr. Bobby Wagner, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. He was grocery shopping today, Thanksgiving grocery shopping. Gordy's feel good. Gordy. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. Gordy's feel good minute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, he was Christ- er, Thanksgiving shopping at the grocery store, and he just bought everybody's groceries. No cameras around, left before they came, because obviously people like, you know... Started freaking out, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just little Gordy's feel-good minute. Guy, uh, you know, and there was probably, I don't know how many people in the grocery store, but... Roll up to the till. Don't gotta pay. Bobby Wags. That's good. Oh, yeah. That's real nice of him. And... (coughs) Holy shit. Teddy. (laughs) Theodore. Uh, yeah, good for him. Arguably, Arguably the best, uh player on that D. I would say so. Definitely. Um, Maddie's feel good this week <laughs> is Cam Newton. Uh, because for the eighth straight year, he served Thanksgiving meals to 13 underprivileged Charlotte area kids on Monday. Um, the Panthers QB hosted it. He calls it Cam's Thanksgiving Jam. And uh, the neatest thing about it is that they not only come for the Thanksgiving meal... But they leave with an additional meal that they can bring home for the next day. Yeah, that's um, good. You know, he puts in that time. Uh, the a neat thing, he's actually there serving it out. Um, it's 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 you know you got to give props where they're due. Um, he also runs uh, through his foundation. It's called Cafe Kids. It operates forty sites in the Charlotte region where children in need receive free daily meals, snacks, nutrition, education year round, which is sick. And he brought uh, the Panthers mascot uh, oh, to, nice. to the thing. You know what his name is? Sir Purr. Sir Purr? 
Like yeah. S-I-R. Yeah, P-U-R-R. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, and speaking of Mr. Richard Sherman, I also read a, a little tidbit today that he paid for all the outstanding fees for a kid's hot lunch program in Santa Clara. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. Give it to him, man. He's a good guy, I think. Well, it's unless he's lying about <laughs> Baker Mayfield's Oh, yeah, he is lying grasp. about Baker, but yeah, you <laughs> give it to the kids, right? We f- it was on film, Richard! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, well. <laughs> I don't even know what we got next. <laughs> well, it just makes you think, like, fuck, sometimes Richard can be such a good guy, but other times he just drives you insane. <laughs> What the fuck, Richard? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're thinking about um, uh, introducing a new segment. Uh, but we just have to get it off the ground. So normally this is where that would slide in, but we're not going to go there. We're going to we're going to go to Ian's. We need to pick up a few things. We want to make tacos tonight, right? So we got to pick up a little bit of lean ground beef. We got to pick up a little cheddar, you know. Okay. And maybe an avocado, some salsa, sour cream for sure. Yeah. Walk if they got it. Are we making tacos? We're making tacos. Okay. So we got to go to Ian's No Frills. And you got to tell us who's that no namer. <laughs> oh, man. The mm. Beverly No Frills. Yeah. The no namer this week. Is the guy, you know what, it's kind of a jump no-namer, because it's actually this week. Okay. Because the game happened today, Mr. David Blah? David Blah? 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 Today, Junior! David Blow? David Blow. David Blah? I don't know, man. I think it's David Blau. Blau. Blau, maybe. David Blau. Yeah. Versus Chi-Town. Detroit quarterback. Where did this kid even come from? I know exactly where he came from. Cleveland's training camp. Really? He yeah, we signed. Tr- yeah, yeah, we brought him in as an undrafted free agent. He's out of Purdue, uh, where Drew Brees played quarterback. And we brought him in as a, as a free agent, but we decided to go with um, that dude from the AFL as our backup, along with Drew Stanton, uh, Garrett Gilbert. Anyways, uh, so we had Blau, and we were just going to cut him, and then Detroit offered us like a seventh rounder for him. So we oh, traded nice. him right at the end of tra- in week four of the preseason. Hmm. So yeah, he came from uh, Cleveland, and he got called. He would put on the Lions practice roster and got called up. Yeah, yeah. Had he had a pretty good game? Didn't get the win. No, versus Chicago. No, but he was on pace to do it. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Two hundred and eighty pass yards, two pass tutties, one interception, eighteen point three points. Um, good game for the kid. Yeah, buddy. Right? Jeff yeah. Driscoll, not able to go. Hammy. Hammy's too sore. Yeah, that's right. We also had a little honorable mention. Uh, there's always one out there. Mr. <laughs> Caden Smith. A New good York. Football, you mean a good football player, right? Always went out there? <laughs> well, just, no, another <laughs> another tight end. No fills, no neighbor. That's all. Caden Smith, New York Giants. Tight end. Caden. Five receptions, 17 yards, one touchdown. What a name. Kaden. Give it to him. Caden. I would venture to say Caden might be from Salt Lake City or New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hunch. Uh, yeah, Caden. Who knows? Does Who he knows? sound Mormon? <laughs> sounds something. 
New Mexico. <laughs> Are you from Albuquerque? <laughs> wow, there's oh, sweet shows. man. Well, um, okay, time to jump into dank stats. There were a lot this week, and I took <laughs> them all. Uh, so... We're at 104? Yeah, we're, we're fine. We're, we are oh, fine. Yeah, we're we are fine. fine. We're good. Uh, let's start in Miami, where... Um, Miami. They have started 11 different players in their secondary alone <laughs> this season, which unsurprisingly leads the NFL for the most. 11, and they're just in their secondary. That's crazy. Christian McCaffrey is the second player in NFL history with 20 rush touchdowns and uh, 15 reception receiving touchdowns in his first three seasons. Michael Thomas joins Brandon Marshall as the only player with three 100, yard, 100 reception seasons uh, within their first four NFL seasons. So th- uh, 100 receptions every three. Um, Gord, this one's for you. S- <sighs> Since Swagger Jr., has taken over for Swagger in Cleveland <laughs> as the dog that runs out of the tunnel. The Browns are 3-0. and Swagger nice. Jr. SJ, bring in the SJ. heat. SJ. He's a beast, man. <laughs> oh, baby. Did, uh, uh, speaking of Christian McCaffrey, yeah. did, you, did you hear Gerald McCoy talk about him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It was good. I'm trying to. Issue. Oh, yeah. It was, to, yeah, it was, hey, you got it. Hey, you can hear me? That's a bad white boy. <laughs> Most skilled white dude in NFL history. Yeah, I said it. Hands down, I said it. That's a bad white boy right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just pretty funny. Yeah, that is funny. Because he is, man. He's a fucking <coughs> running back. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He's unreal. He's very, very good. Uh, Derrick Henry scored two touchdowns in a 16-second span uh, last week, becoming the first player since LaDainian Tomlinson, LT, did it in 2006, and he did it in 15 seconds. Ross Wilson, only quarterback in NFL history with eight winning seasons to start his career. The only one. That's crazy. That is nuts. Speaking of dominant quarterbacks, Jameis Winston is the second player in the last 20 years with 20 interceptions in 11 games. <laughs> Man, the other? The other? Smoking Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay. <laughs> I like Smoking Who Jay. had 20 in 11 games as well, 2009 for the Bears. Uh, in his last three games, Gord doesn't help your, your trade at all. Last three games, Saquon Barkley has 44 carries for 88 yards. That's nuts. I know. What are you? How dare you? That's Give unreal. him the ball. Oh, 44 carries, man. 88 yards. He's That's the best nuts. player on their team. Oh, for sure. Give him the ball. I don't know. He should be getting 25 touches a game. Um, Kiss of Death has been a recent theme oh. on our on our pod. And this one isn't to do with you, thankfully. You're, you are exempt. <laughs> but uh, listen to the last three NFL Coach of the Year winners. Matt Nagy, Sean McVay, and Jason Garrett. McVay, is he the only one that keeps his job after this year? Yeah, I think so. Fuck. Crazy. Okay, here's my cat stat from from Dr. Nige. He said, cat teams are now 0-12 since a black cat ran across MetLife Stadium week (laughs) 9. 
Isn't that crazy? Really? 0 for 12. Since oh. the cat sighting. Since the barnyard cat game. Since the barn cat. <laughs> really? Yeah. All cat teams. Jags. Lions. Panthers. Lions. Bengals. Bengals. That's an easy one. That's it. There's only four cat teams. <laughs> that's... For a 30-team league, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a good... They've cornered the market on cats, you know, like... <laughs> no dog teams, eh? Like the kind Dog of, Pound, baby! Oh, well, You're the biggest fan! Yeah, well, it's nicknamed the Dog Pound, but like... For the, the fans. Yeah. yeah. It's on the team. The yeah. team's named after an owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, I, or a color. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking, like, the Coyotes, right? Yeah. The dog. Oh, yeah. Baby. Coyotes have a nice uni, by the way. I think. Which one? They're, they're home, like the black with the red and white stripe. I don't mind their, like, desert. And the good look. Yeah. Or the desert dog one. Yeah. Peyote, coyote. Peyote, coyote. Yeah. Um, oh, where the fuck am I? Okay. The Jets? Sure. <laughs> First time in franchise history, the Jets had a lead of at least 30 points in consecutive games. Good job, New York, New Jersey. New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey Jets. Yeah. Okay. Last week we had two two big guy touchdowns. So Titans tackle Dennis Kelly, who's listed at three twenty one, um, and then Vita Vea of the Buccaneers, who's listed at three hundred forty seven pounds, each caught a touchdown in their their own uh, games. This is the first time since December twelfth, two thousand ten. <laughs> That two players listed at three over 320 pounds <laughs> caught a touchdown on the same day, which was Todd Harriman's and Andrew Whitworth <laughs> back in the day. Big man. Fucking fatty touchdown. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, first Titans quarterback with two pass touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns in the same game since Steve McNair did it 2001. <laughs> McNair's last instance also came against the Jags. The Titans scored 28 points just in the third quarter, their most in any quarter since 1991, in which they scored 28 in the second quarter against Denver. Here are a list of receivers who have the most receptions without finding the end zone this year. Number one, Robert Woods. Significant lead. (laughs) He has 51. In second, at 33, is Mike Williams. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Demarius Thomas has 31, Anthony Miller 29, and Alex Erickson 28. Where's Mikey on that list? <laughs> he scores touchdowns! Man, he scored one against Cleveland. Garbage time. Mikey <laughs> Fucking kitten baby, or uh, kitten boy uh, picked him up yeah, recently. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Kitten baby. That's just the same thing Kit- twice. <laughs> baby baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. Cowboys haven't won a big game this year. Have they even beat a winning team? They are now 0-5, including today, Thanksgiving, uh, in in which they entered the game with a uh, played against a team that entered the game with a winning record. They're six and one in every other game. The only other teams that are 0-4 or worse against winning teams this year: the Broncos, the Bengals, the Redskins, and the Cards. So. <laughs> Somebody's faking something in Dallas. Yeah. What's going on? Okay, and then this... I, I tried to avoid it, but I just can't... This is the Lamar section. Lamar Jackson is the first player in NFL history with four pass touchdowns, 50 rush, rush touchdowns in consecutive games. Thanks to our buds at Elias Sports Bureau for sending us that one. The Ravens ran the ball 48 times Monday night. 
They failed to gain yardage on only three of those runs. All three were Robert Griffin III's kneel downs to end the game. Last night, the Ravens and the Monday Nighter recorded their third consecutive win by 34 points or more, becoming the first NFL team in history to win three consecutive games in a season by at least 34 points. The Ravens have a plus 184 point differential, which is the best since 2009 when the Saints had plus 186. Lamar had five touchdowns against the Rams in his Monday night debut. The Rams scored on 12 straight drives with Jackson under center, 10 touchdowns, two field goals. Like, this is crazy. It's wild. This is, these numbers are insane. Ravens on Monday night had six offensive touchdowns on six drives, six for six. The Redskins, since week four, have five offensive touchdowns on 90 drives, 9-0. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. That is insane. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's crazy. The it's last gonna be time, a good game. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm looking forward to it. The last time an Eagles or Redskins wide receiver scored a touchdown was Week Six. Oh. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Oh, Terry, <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry. Week Six. Both Man. of those teams. Ah, oh, the way she goes. And we need to mention it. Uh, Marty's milestone this week goes to a guy I love. He fully deserves it. Frank Gore, NFL all-time leading rusher. He moved into third place. So in first is Emmett Smith with 18,000 yards, 355. Walter Payton had 16, uh, 726. And Frank Gore now takes over third with 15,000 yards, 273. Long live Frank Gore. And you gotta you gotta listen to this guy's story because it's pretty uh crazy when you really think about it. Um let me just dig her up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pinot Grige Gore. Oh, the Pinot. Hey, here she is. So you he, this is this is courtesy of Gridiron uh from Bleacher Report. So uh the way he started out. Uh, he grew up sharing a two-bedroom home with his with nine family members. As he grew into a high school star, he dealt with severe form of dyslexia that threatened uh, his college eligibility completely. Um, worse, his mom experienced kidney failure at this time. His decision to play at Miami, the U, with a depth chart that included Clinton Portis and Willis McGahee in front of him, was partly so he could stay home and care for his sick mom. Uh, Gore ran for over 500 yards as a freshman in 2001, tore his ACL, which cost him his entire sophomore season. The year following his rehab, he returned in 2003, only to tear the ligament again in the same knee. He questioned if football was really for him, but the game always came easy, so he stuck with it. He said grinding uh, to overcome his two career-threatening injuries within an 18-month span taught him how to work and how to really work and how to mentally prepare himself before his NFL, uh, uh, the NFL came calling. He fell in the 2005 draft because of those injuries, but the 49ers got him in the third round after his senior season. 15 years later, 200-plus games and 15,000 yards Gore is one of the greatest backfield Ironmen ever. Still, he never had a rushing touch uh, title in no. all those years. One season, he had over 1,300 yards. One season with 10-plus touchdowns. That's it in his whole career. In a game where running backs are shooting stars, he's he's maintained 
Yeah. Of longevity that is unparalleled. So it's crazy to, like, it might be weird seeing him pass Barry Sanders on the NFL list, but man, this guy knows what's up. And, like, honestly, he's come out and he said he wants to play until he's the number one rusher. And who's to say he can't? Yeah, who Honestly, to who's to can. say he can't? He's over 3,000 yards away from Emmett Smith. <sighs> Sounds impossible, but think of this whole guy's career. Man, like, that's crazy. He's I, man, I respect that guy so much. and He's chiseling. Yeah, for sure. He was Gord's grinder last week. He is a grinder. Like two weeks ago. Absolute beauty. Yeah. Frank Gore, love ya. What is dead may never die. What is dead may never die. What rises again, harder and stronger. <laughs> Fuck. Love you, Frank. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he Frank put himself in the grinder a couple weeks ago when he fumbled that tutty right at the end. <laughs> hey, stop, stop fucking with my momentum. Oh, I'm not man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, baby. Oh well. What are we uh, hitting next? Well, you know what to do. We're going to the grinder, baby. Work hard, play hard. You gotta have that balance, right, Gordo? Oh my god. <laughs> One week it's Alan Jackson, the next week it's Disney. The week after it's gangster rap. Wiz Khalifa. Oh baby. It's Gord Grinder. <laughs> and uh, you know, the grinder is a tough it's a tough pick sometimes, but other weeks you got the clear winner. This week, a guy who a lot of fantasy owners kept on the bench. Will Fuller the fifth. Yeah, true that. Ball. A lot of guys keeping him on the bench. Balled out, eleven targets, seven receptions, 140 yards, 18 points for Cindy. You know, the union came to an agreement, all right? And the kid was back to work. He was on strike for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, obviously he was injured. Oh, yeah. But he comes back uh, He comes back hot. Fucking right. And, um, you know, I don't know. There was a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of controversy of to where, you know, where he was. Did you exactly. you were in jail? Nah, babe, rehab. Did you hurt yourself? <laughs> nah, I didn't hurt myself. Because Coach Bruce said after his back surgery, he has to go to rehab. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hurt myself. I hurt my nose. <laughs> oh, it was just tough. People didn't know where he was, right? Guy, you know, working on the pipeline, disappears for three weeks. You don't know where he yeah. goes, right? He knows, yeah. Go always protect yourself out there, too. But Will Fuller the fifth, man, he was the grinder this week. God damn. Good job. Hot damn, hot damn. Fucking race. Well, your favorite, well, second favorite, you said, last week. Or second least favorite. Second least favorite. Fearless. You gotta be fearless, man. You gotta... I am. You gotta keep going, man. You gotta keep going. I am. I am. Build it up. I'm, uh, you know, I'm battling, okay? Okay. Last week, I, uh, came into, uh, last week at 5 and 13. Alright? Yeah, not... Not great. No. Not great at all. 
And, Top uh, 10 draft pick with that record, for sure. <laughs> I said Mr. Jameson Crowder versus Oakland would ball out. Yeah. And the Jets balled out. Mr. Jameson did not. Or no, sorry. Huh. That Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guessed 112 yards, one tutty. Yeah. He had four targets, two receptions, 18 yards, 1.8 points. Man, that's nuts. <laughs> they beat them, what, 34 to 3 yes. or something? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> he had 18 yards? 18 oh, yards man. on the day. You couldn't try to pick a worse. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. So, Story of your life. Running back, Jalen Samuels. Okay. And <laughs> a game that Connor did not even play. <laughs> 86 rush yards, one tutty, 30 receiving yards. Right. He had two rush attempts, six yards, three receptions, 26 yards. And Connor didn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck! <laughs> so, that brings me to 5 and 15. <laughs> Fucking right. It's oh, 25% of the time. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's tough. Well, how did you do, buddy? Uh, you know what? I couldn't... I, well, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let my uh, pod prep speak for itself. Uh, <laughs> at quarterback, I fucking went bananas. A-A-Ron Rodgers against the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sure you're very familiar with how he did. I am. Yeah. I said Mr. Rogers would get 205 yards through the air, only one touchdown and a pick. Oh, my God. The great Swami, Marty Bathwater. Holy shit. It's heating up, baby. Bubbles. Bubbles are coming up. Is that it again? I crushed this one. Rogers barely got over 100 yards, let alone the 200 I said. He, had, he only had one um, touchdown, like I also said, but was able to avoid getting picked. Whatever. I'm going to negate that. Yeah, okay. You can't say that that's a sticking point. That's a win. That's it a win. is a win. What's crazy uh, is that in all of this, so he had 105 passing yards or 104. Uh, he had 20 completions for 104 passing yards. Like, what an awful game. Yeah. Just dink and dunk. Oh, man. He was completely shut down. Helped my tank record. What a guy. Mad props, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. At tight end, I said Darren the baller Waller against the Jets would have a tough day. Now, here's where I make concessions. <laughs> I thought Waller the baller. You gotta start making excuses before you explain. I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to keep the integrity of this pod oh, together. Okay, okay, okay. So I said he'd only mustered two catches for 24 yards, no scores. Well, okay, he had three catches. I said two. Uh, and I said 24 yards, he had 41, but he didn't get any touchdowns. But in my books, and for the integrity of the league, and respect of everything the BFB is, I'm going to take this one um, uh, as a loss. I think you got it. We we strive for integrity each yeah. and every week. We would never... Never lead us straight. Never. <clears throat> oh, man. So I'll chalk it up as an L. 
But regardless, and I think a, a, a big factor in it is I know I have a massive sizable lead over Huncho here. So I can afford to give an L when I need to or, you know, I don't need to fight. I'll, I'll pick which hill I die on. You don't even, you have one less game than I do too. Yeah, that's right. Well, who, who's to say that Matt, Matt Stafford was going to have a spinal back injury? True. <laughs> spinal. Spinal. Uh, you know, anyways, my record sits at a, at a decent but extremely average 10 and 9. But in the realm of this, it's illustrious. <laughs> yeah. 5 and 15, 10 and 9. Hey. Doubled them. Just saying. Oh, well. Who do you got this week? <laughs> I hate that we have to do it. <laughs> well, it was just like you last year, though. Yeah. Well, this week, bit of a bit of a guy who throws a couple picks, but you know what? I went with that. Okay. This week. Yeah. Mr. Jameis Winston versus oh, Jacksonville. All right. All right. I think, you know, he's actually been throwing. He's he's number one in the league in passing yards, is he not? He's up there. You can thank his two studs at wide receivers. Exactly. For that, for sure. Who are two and three. Yep. He's going 320 yards, three tutties, 20 rush yards, and two interceptions. Oh yeah, good thing. <laughs> good thing you toss that in there. All right, that's all a right. that's a very accurate Jameis stat line. Yes, that yes. is very okay, attainable. So I think I'm very confident. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, tight end, uh, the no one cares position. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who does? Who does? But you know what? This one I think is a little bit of a safety blanket. But I just need another win. Oh God, who are you picking? A guy on injury? Hunter Henry versus Denver. Oh, all right, rude. Did not work the last time when I picked Kyle Rudolph first Denver. <laughs> what do you call him? The Red Zone Reindeer? The Red Zone Reindeer. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going back for more, Maddie. Okay? Okay. Come back to that one. Well. They say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again <laughs> with a negative result. Well, slap my belly and call me crazy, Maddie. 92 <laughs> yards and one tutty. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that was excellent. Shit. All right. Well, power to you. I wish you nothing but the best. Good luck. <laughs> what do you got? Okay, well, wide receiver. I want to shoot. I want to get. I want to go after notable guys because this is a huge week in fantasy. So let's, let's toss it out there. At wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins against the New England Patriots. Wow. He's an extremely tough matchup uh, for Nuke. He takes on the pads D, giving up the the uh, fewest points in the NFL this year to wide receivers. And although he averages the second most targets per game at wide receiver, he will be blanketed by one of, if not the best, cornerbacks in the league in Stephon Gilmore. I think he'll still get his looks, but I think expectations for number 10 need to be tempered. I see him getting five catches, 52 yards, and no touchdowns. Oh, that's not a bad stat line for a guy, though, you know? Five catches, 52. Well, no, not a not a good not, stat line, yeah. but not a bad prediction, I think. Yeah, it's not too, it's not harsh, right? No. Uh, I went, uh, went a little bit more on Len Dog. All right, running back, Leonard Fournette. Oh, 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 no. Against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, he's they got, have a solid run, D. They do. Second best in fantasy. I'll tell right. you that right now, yeah. Um, he's coming off his first multi-touchdown game of the season. He got it's two. True. Two rushing touchdowns. 
Um, which is, uh, and he's taken on that Tampa D, like we said. I see him having troubles, not getting a whole lot. I think he's going to have 46 rush yards, no scores, no fumbles. Hmm. Tried to go with big names, especially with such huge implications coming up. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, we all know what it's about. If you believe in yourself and you really put your mind to it, you can do it. All you need to do is think positive thoughts and dream big. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? <laughs> oh my god! And those are the tanks. Oh man. Those are the tanks. Yeah. Well, buds and duds, rip through them. No, no, you haven't made your fearless predictions for next oh. week. Don't try to skirt the issue. Yeah, I did. Who did you pick? Hunter Henry? James Winston and Hunter Henry. Oh, shit. I'm fucked ma- up. <laughs> I already made mine. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, and you made yours. Do you have hope, though, <laughs> for your predictions? Yeah, man, I think I'm good. Oh. I think I'm good this week. I think... Well, I always think I'm good, though. Yeah. But I'm not. Who knows? Oh, well. But you know what? Like, Gord, if you need to go somewhere to uplift your spirits, I got the place for you. And so does groundskeeper Willie. When you're alone and life is getting you lonely, you can always go. Ach, tune, tune. <laughs> Next. So just go doon toon. Oh fuck. Yeah, go there and you can rekindle your love for the I fearless. Know. I know. I gotta I gotta, like I said, I gotta take a long look in the mirror, man. Yeah, for sure. Let's see what's going on. Okay. We're gonna jump into the buds and does of the week. And uh I dare you to guess who had what last week. You don't know. <laughs> so fuck it. I've got the buds this week. Um, and I'm just going to preface this at quarterback by saying I purposely chose to ignore uh, Lamar Jackson. I know he had an amazing week, but I want to spread the love a little bit. Yeah, you got to so, spread it around. With that being said, at quarterback, uh, Ryan Tannethrill against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> he had a week, man. I wrestled over giving this honor to Smoochy Sammy Darnold, <laughs> but I couldn't deny Tannehill of this prestigious award. He completely he completed 14 throws. For 259 yards and two touchdowns, but what put him over the top was his two rushing touchdowns, especially the one in which he actually did go over the top. He did lose a fumble, but you gotta give it to the guy. Yeah, man. 32 fantasy points, and he might be sitting out there on your wire. Make a make a grab, make that final push for the playoffs. With yeah, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> He's playing well, man. <laughs> yeah, baby. He is playing well. At wide receiver, Chris Godwin. Pray to Godwin against the Falcons. 37 points for owners, and that's what Jameis throwing him the rock. Insane. He had seven grabs for 184 yards and two touchdowns. The first one was an absolute thing of beauty. you got to think that Godwin is the breakout star at wide receiver in fantasy Absolutely. this year. Absolutely. Who can you say is, is uh Draft him better. like the eighth round, eighth round. Yeah, he is the guy. He's huge. At running back, Derek King Henry against the Jaguars. Henry owns the Jags. It's not Shad Khan. It's Derrick Henry. <laughs> he owns them. And he continu- continued the trend this past week. 188 yards on the ground on 19 attempts. Two scores. 
and gave his owners a gorgeous 31 points. At tight end, oh baby, against the Packers, George Kittle, the cream always rises to the top, and Kittle showed out against the Green Bay Packers. Woo! He caught all six of his targets for 129 yards and a touchdown. Good for 22 points. And finally, some happiness at the fucking tight end position, which should be a flex. And those are the buds of the week. Yikes. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I don't know why you got to hate on the tight end position so much. Because if you got Kittle, you're great. If you don't got Kittle, you're yeah. questioning everything. It's true. Kelsey's been all right. Man, Ertz hasn't been great. I drafted Robbie George Kittle. Did he sell him for parts? No, hasn't sold him for oh, parts yet. Surprising. I know. Me, I am too. <laughs> duds of the week. I think I did duds last week, but to be honest, doesn't matter. Both easy to find. Yeah. Last week, Mr. Derek Carr versus the New York Jets. Stinker. I think a lot of people thought... Oakland should have won that game or going into it. Absolutely. And they put up a fucking stinker. (laughs) For a team that is floating in the mix and in the wild card playoff hunt for the AFC, you had to win that game. Absolutely. They had to win that game. They did not. Derek Carr, 127 pass yards, one interception, 11 rush yards, 5.18 points. Dang. Ouch. Dang. Not many people started him, but honestly, you know, I think his eyeliner might be yeah. the deal. Maybe maybe it's Derek Carr. Maybe it's Maybelline. Who knows? <laughs> right? Like, Obstructing his view. Who knows? He gets sweaty. That shit goes everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Wide receiver. <laughs> Cortland Sutton for the Denver Broncos. First <laughs> Buffalo. Um, tough one for that guy. Eight targets. One reception. 27 yards, 2.7 points. You know, either Brandon Allen's not getting them the ball or Cortland's not catching the ball. Can't tell. Um, Yeah, all right. Is it... Is it... Pardon. Is it still Brandon Allen? Or is it Drew Locke? Well, I think Brandon Allen started the game against Buffalo. Yeah, but is who do you think's going for it? Oh. Locke? I don't know. I'm not a Denver guy. I'll ask Robbie in the QMP. Okay, sick. <laughs> Although we did go. Way too hot, though. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Running back, Josh Jacobs at New York Jets. Obviously a bad week. For the Oakland and the Duds? Yes. You, you focused know. on a game. Well, I was looking at numbers, man. Hey, I was looking I, at it, numbers. I, it's all good. I had two Titans in the Buds. Ten, 10 rush attempts, 38 yards, 3.8 points. You know, he's one of their most dynamic players. Why aren't they getting him the ball? It's true. And everybody's starting him. Everybody's starting him. Everybody's starting him. Oh, for sure. Tight end. This one hurts my heart. Ooh. Dallas Goddard. Mm. Eight targets, seven receptions, only 32 yards. Damn. That's so, it, I mean, if you were in PPR, probably not that bad. Yeah. Right? Rewards mediocrity. Fumble exactly. lost. So why do you want to introduce it? Okay, well, whatever. I need to. 1.2 <laughs> points for Dallas. Yeah. Tough one. Yeah, tough one for sure. 
It's tough with Ertz there. Further? Ertz is always there, right? So yeah. it's it's yeah. You roll the dice with Goddard. He's boomer bust in my books. Every tight end is boomer bust. Exactly. No. Well, I would I say fully agree. So <laughs> why why roll the dice? All right, all right, all right. You know, I should be able to play my Debo Samuel on my bench. You know, Debo stuff, stuff like that. Well, what are we doing? Ripping through the ripping through the leagues? Yes, please. Yeah, let's see. All right. Are we starting which league are we starting? N forty? Sure. Last week, week twelve. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. It's already tough because like week thirteen has started. So Thanksgiving week is tough because yeah. it's like three games. That's a significant chunk out of the I know. schedule. Yeah. And on. it also hinders like who you can pick for the tank and the fearless. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're battling don't out these, here. Don't these guys know we got a pod to run? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. You got to get the pickaxe out and fucking chip away, you know? You got to grind. Uh, sitting in first place, Valley View Vices beat the Downtown Degenerates 102 to 85. Vices are in first, Degenerates 11th. Uh, team na- now named Kellen's a Pussycat beat the Cowtown Killers 123 to 101. Uh, Nige sits in fourth, Veldy in sixth. Careless Whisper got their oh. second uh, yeah. second win, second yeah. dub yeah. of the year, That's seventy-eight funny. to seventy-five over the Strathcona Coronas. Congrats, John! Yeah, Congrats. That's nice for you. It's it's good. It's nice because he was flirting with with like all time oh. futility, absolutely of tying Stu's record of, of the one win, one win and fourteen losses. So you get that monkey off your back. Yeah, you you're not good this year. Let's no. get that straight. But at least you're not like stew bad. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not writing apology letters to eleven guys bad. <laughs> oh man, can't let him live that one down. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, fuck. Linwood Butt Pirates beat the Boners. Yeah. 118 to 106. Playoff implications, boys. Yeah. Butt Pirates are in seventh. Boners in fifth. Eastlake Scoundrels beat Kitten Boy 98 to 85. That was a huge win for the Scoundrels. Absolutely. I think that win uh, is going to be the deciding factor in them making the A pool. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's in. Yeah, for sure. Scott's in third. Smellin is in eighth. The Blazers beat the Hard Hats. The 89. Not even a very good fucking showing. No. To 74. Just enough. <sighs> Did what was needed. The Blazers sit in second and the Hard Hats fall to a dismal, dismal, dismal ninth. Don't forget that I clinched the A-pool with that Don't win as well. Don't forget that I clinched the a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. So that happened. Um, yippity, well, let's not, let's not stop the, the good vibes, you know, Gordon, because, uh, longest winning streaks in the 40, uh, it's a shared, shared, uh, I guess, you know, badge of honor between the Valley View Vices and, uh, yours truly, the Beverly, Beverly, Beverly Blazers (laughs) with, uh, four wins in a row. Out of beat, Johnny. Baby, four in a row. I love it. Oh, we're streaking. Longest losing streak. Let's talk about this. The careless whimpers. No more. They snap their streak. They won last week over the Coronas. 
breaking their eight-game slide while extending Andy's to six in a row. Oh, that's tough. Way to go, John. Gotta start somewhere and build it up. Boulder by Boulder. Boulder by Boulder. An honorable mention to our boy, our fearless leader, Kitten Boy. He now has lost four in a row, and he's facing a very tall task just to get into the A-pool. Ain't looking good, Kelly! No, it ain't. And that's the 40. Ready to jump into the triple F? Yeah, fly through it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, last week in the triple F, uh, another disappointing week for my old town tokes. <laughs> we got absolutely fucked uh, because we can't score any points ever. <laughs> I scored 57 <laughs> points last week. Uh, the Trousers Tanks beat me with 87. I dropped to 10th or stay in 10th. I've been at the bottom. Trousers Snakes are now in 4th. The NSRS, the North Saskatchewan Woo! River Snakes, solidified their their uh, move into the A pool with a convincing 115 to 101 victory over the Summerside Swans, who sit in ninth. In third are his Littles, the Downtown Z Boys, 96 points against fourth and 20. Big game last week. Uh, they put up 89. The fourth and 20 sit in sixth, and the third place Downtown Z Boys have earned their way into the A pool. Congratulations. Ooh, baby. Nine Rivers and Counting is sitting in eighth place right now. Beat the Banyas 90 to 70 rather handily. The Banyas sit in seventh just on the cusp. The Meat Beaters had a big one over the Gluttons 100 to 77. Gluttons are in 11th place and the Beaters are in fifth. And first place in the Triple F, first place in the N40L, Johnny Schmiller. Johnny Schmiller's team and what the fuck is he called in the 40? The Vices. Both take over first place. Schmiller's team won 127 handily over the Dribble Bros, who only put up a mere 80. And that's where we sit. We've already talked about who we think is going to make the playoffs. I know it's Johnny, man. He's at the top of the. He's at the top of his game right it's now. It's true. It's uh, um, hard to tussle with. I wouldn't want to take him on. the cards trying to win. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know, you know what I'm talking about? That phrase is trademark, not to use it outside tradition, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, longest winning streak in the triple F belongs to the meat beaters. They're at five games in a row. And the longest losing streak is shared between the dribbles and the Old Town Tokes. Oh, tough. Futility, dreadful season, nothing else to say. We're both losers of four straight. Yeesh, yeesh, yeesh. Well, the time is nigh. Oh, the time <laughs> is nigh. Here we go. Oh, the final God. letter. The final portion of the punishment Andrew got for finishing last place last year. Reader out, man. Although it took forever, he completed his punishment. Time doesn't mean anything. Time is irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. So let's jump into it. The 11th and final letter. Dearest Matt. Oh, I, I should also preface, I have not read this, just like Gord didn't read it. Dearest Matt. Well, here we are together at last. First and worst, best and last. Football fans? Yes. 
Friends, definitely. Rivals, I'm pretty sure both teams have to be good for a rivalry to exist. Huh, which sadly was not the case for my team last year. So this should be an easy task. For the 11th and final letter, describe the ways in which the N4EL champion Beverly Brutes, uh, wrong, were so more well built, uh, firmly built, uh, finely built machine <laughs> than the lowly Strathcona Stunners, the name of the team as it was during its uh, crushing defeat in last year's Gregor Bowl. Oh, wow, I called your team the Brutes, totally ignoring the rebrand to Blazers. I assume this is a plot reference. We get it. And you and Gord smoke weed. <laughs> Maybe the pot episode length would not approach the three-hour mark toward the end of the last season if you cut the how to smoke weed segments mm-hmm. or this is what we like to smoke well, snack on well high segments. <laughs> Those are all Teddy soaking tips. That wasn't me. <laughs> And not me either. Don't <laughs> fuck you. I feel like this this criticism is late and unfair. As you are, as you have cut down on that this year, the apps have been great. Keep them coming. Might need to get Gord some reading glasses though, or or remedial tutoring, or maybe he takes a break from the paint part of the work for a couple weeks and gets a new respirator. How do I get chirped in your letter? Point is, the boy can't read right. (laughs) Okay, first of all, if you would fucking type them out correctly, then I can read them perfectly. If you go back in the pods... You will listen to me read them quite well. The boy can't read right. <laughs> the boy can't read right. Oh, fuck. I'm a nickname. I, I can read perfectly fucking fine. The BFB just got a new hashtag. <laughs> okay. I'm now making a conscious effort for this to be legible. It's taking so much brain power that I'm losing my flow and forgetting what I am writing about. Is this still a hockey draft? How's Almond's punishment done yet? <laughs> Why are the players on grass and where are the skates and sticks? Seriously, though, as a kindergarten teacher, shouldn't this punishment be expert calligraphy compared to what you see at work? (laughs) True. All right, this new and improved writing takes up way more space than the old one, so we better start talking football. Quarterback, Russell Wilson, way better than Cam. And I think we're all mad John had him this year. George Kittle, way better than whoever my tight end was, and also scoring much lower for me this year, so nice double whammy for you. I'll throw in Saquon too. Much better than my running backs, and a player it's probably good you don't have this year with his recent injury. Tons of other great snippets on this championship winning team. Los Angeles Ram is a great defense. Man, do I miss uh, wide receiver Mike Wallace. He didn't play his best ball in many, but was a great mentor for the youngsters. Ingram and Dixon, also great running backs, I think. It's quite clear that the 2018 N40L champion Beverly Blazers were superior to my team in absolutely every way. I wish you the best of luck this season. All my love. Andrew Peterson. General Manager, the Strathcona Coronas. Uh, all I can say, Matt, all I can say <laughs> yeah. is... Fucking doing cartwheels.
It's over now. Thank God. Debt paid. Now the boys have to think of stories from days from days yonder. Oh, we can do it. Hell yeah, we can do it. No problem. Fuck. Bang out episode twenty nine. That's right, and uh, we're hoping next week that we get a, a guest on the, on yeah, the we're, pod. we're looking, well, we got it in the mix. Yeah, we got some lines in the water, Yeah, that's for sure. All right, boys, well, always a pleasure. I guess we'll see you next week. Absolutely, on the Beverly Fantasy Bulletin.